We at Refuge Ministries are so blessed by the success of Refuge Freedom Stories and podcasts. In addition, we focus on youth prison ministry, release kits, and many other diverse outreaches to the needs of our community. As a nonprofit, there are many costs involved, however, and we are asking for your support. Financial gifts can be made via our website at www.refugeministriescanada.com or by calling 519-701-0108. Your giving makes this work possible, and we thank you in advance for your support. God bless you. by the power of God. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Refuge Freedom Stories. I'm your host, Johnny T. And today my guest is Stephanie Lee, commonly known as Lady Redneck. She's a country Christian singer-songwriter from Dallas, Texas, who keeps true to her faith and dedication to spread a message of hope and love through her music. She has more than 1 million social media followers, over a million fans on Reverb Nation, numerous top 10 iTunes chart hits, and over 200,000 Spotify streams of her music. Stephanie, welcome to the show. And so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here. Now, I know that you grew up in a very, very small town in Idaho, well less than 100. I know that for sure. I know you're very strong in your faith. You have a real gospel message in your music. So tell me about how that all began and your, your journey of faith. Were you raised in a Christian home or was there things in your life that brought you to that point of turning your life over to Christ? I was raised in a Christian home and growing up in such a small community, my father actually worked for my grandfather and I had an uncle and aunt over there. And so literally there were about two families that made up most of our community and we were all very Christian. And so I grew up in a very sheltered <laughs> very sheltered. Like when I see shows, I kid you not like Little House on the Prairie or stuff like that. It almost reminds <laughs> me of how I grew up because I think the first time I even heard a swear word, I was in like fifth grade or something. Somebody moved in and I was like, oh, what is that? You know? <laughs> and then guess what I learned at school today? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it was a great way to grow up. There was a lot of love. There was a lot of, you know, just Christ-centered lifestyle. And when I moved into the big city, which is, you know, Idaho Falls population, like 75,000, I was going into junior high. And so it, was, it felt like it's such a big change. But growing up that way, just with such strong family roots was, honestly, I felt like it was a great way to grow up. Oh, absolutely. Establishing that base of faith is so important, especially these days. You know, the Bible tells us that if we raise up a child in the way they should go, then we'll depart from it. So when you got to that larger environment, that larger school, all of those things, you would have faced some challenges, even just like socially, but you would have faced challenges with pressures against your faith, right? So how did God help you through those pressures? He's always been there for me. 
at that time, the pressures that I had in, you know, seventh and eighth grade were not really that big and momentous for me. So it wasn't like it was a hard thing for me to deal with at that time. Having such a strong background, it was easy for me to say no. And it was easy for me to stick with what I believed. You get into high school, it gets a little harder, but just having continual family roots. And, you know, we started playing in a family band when I was in junior high. And by the time I was in high school, we were playing all the time. And my dad used to say, a family that plays together stays together. And (laughs) so we spent so much time continually as a family and family prayer, family scripture study. That was a daily occurrence anyway. And so I just think that strong family unit makes such a difference as far as when we are faced with challenges and when trials of our faith come along, having that family unit being so strong I feel like makes it a lot easier to hold on to your teachings of Christ and just be able to do what you believe. No, absolutely. For sure. You know, it's easy for us to recognize the attacks of the enemy or the pressures or things like that. When we have a solid foundation, when we have that grounding, it's like those things just seem so obvious. It doesn't seem to be hidden like like the scales have been taken off our eyes. I agree with that. It makes it so clear. It makes it easy. With Christ, he just strengthens us. He makes us more than we are. And he he helps us stand. He helps us withstand all of the temptations and overcome the challenges of life. Absolutely. Now, when you were in your family band, and I believe the name was Dusty Boots, is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. So, and you, you traveled quite a bit with the band and saw a lot of things and picked up a lot of different instruments to play, right? So, what, yeah. what kind of started that? Uh, and what was your first choice of instrument? Which one interested you the most out of all the instruments that you play? My favorite instrument actually to play is the piano, just because I've studied it the most. Yeah. I think that playing the piano does give you a good ground for a lot of the other instruments, right? With our band, my favorite to play was the fiddle. And quite frankly, it was just because halfway through the night, we'd bring the fiddle out and the whole place would come alive and so much energy, excitement, thing amazing about the fiddle. But as far as just the day-to-day, I enjoy the piano most just because I love singing praises. I love writing songs. I find myself doing it mostly on the piano. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. There's a lot to be said for kind of locking ourselves away with the Lord and just beginning to worship and just experiencing his presence. Like there's such liberty in that. There's such victory in that. God tells us that he sets up a table in the midst of our enemies, you know, and that his presence is in our praises. And have you found that to be the case for you as well? I love the question that you asked. And yes, I have felt There's been times in my life where I've actually had the Spirit tell me that I've been in danger or that it hasn't been a good situation. And I have felt protected. I have felt his presence and actually his angels just protect me from different situations where I know that without him, I would not have been. (laughs) I wouldn't have been okay. So he's definitely helped me through a lot of different things. Yeah, one of the biggest things that I try to do is to, I put it that I try to tune my ears to the frequency of God's voice. And there's a lot of distraction in the world. There's a lot of background noise, you know, and sometimes even our own thoughts can misdirect us, right? If we're not in tune with him. That's so true. And I think too, these days people get busy. And so even being too busy can be something that can distract the spirit and make us miss out on maybe opportunities to connect with him. Absolutely. I heard one guy say that the devil doesn't have to make you bad, but he tries to make you busy. Ah, that's exactly right. I agree with that. It is true. Yeah, it can be very true. Yeah. So when you were playing with your family, 
When did that passion really grow in your heart to kind of break out on your own and pursue a solo music career? I actually moved away from my family. They also love up in Idaho and I'm down in Texas. I had actually got married and had done a different business, but inside it was just nagging at me. I always felt like it wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. And I knew inside I was supposed to be doing music, but it just didn't feel like the right time. And then I just got to where it just, it was almost shout at me, at me that I was missing what God wanted me to do in life. And so I've just always known inside that this is where he wants me to be and this is what he wants me to do. And I feel like I'm inadequate and I, I'm not always the best speaker. My music isn't the greatest in the world, but I'm trying to share his message. And I know that he strengthens me and makes me more than I am. And as long as I'm doing what he wants and what I know in my heart that he wants me to do, I know that he'll bless me and he'll help me to be the person that he needs me to be. Absolutely. There's so much truth to finding out where your calling and purpose is and then beginning to walk in that. And it's not a matter of, you know, if God tells you, yeah, I want you to take that mountain and throw it in the sea. He's not going to throw you that the first pitch, right? He's going to say, okay, see that pebble on the floor? I need you to move that first. And then he grows us. And as we learn to recognize his voice, as you said, and just build our faith. And and he does a lot to help us build our faith. And it's a tremendous journey for each of us. And we're all individuals. We're all created uniquely with the unique purpose for God to glorify him. And I know that's my biggest passion in life, too, is just to glorify him in all I do and say every single day. And it's not always 100% successful, but (laughs) that's that's my passion, right? I love that. Yes. Bless you. God bless you for what you're doing. And if that's your passion, just that your heart is so in tune to him. And so, you know, that when that's your, the desires of your heart is so beautiful to me. I love hearing that. Well, like Peter went to Jesus and said, to who else shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. That we, so have nowhere, we have nowhere <laughs> else to go. Like the world can't address anything like Jesus can, you know, and, and there are people without Christ. They just don't realize what they're missing. And I feel like personally, like I'm just kind of dipping my toe in the ocean of God. And I know there's this big, gigantic, vast ocean of God. And I'm just dipping my toe in it right now, but I want so much more. And I can feel that from yourself as well. You know, just your passion for what God's put in your heart to do. Definitely. And, yeah. And back 2022, I believe you suffered a bit of a setback with your music. Is that right? I really did. It's been a trial that I never would have understood or comprehended. We were out at a shooting range and I didn't have my protective ear on, on my ears yet. And one of them I had it partially on, but a large gun was shot and I lost so much of my hearing. And especially in one ear, it has been one of the biggest trials of my life. And especially with music being such a big part of my life, it's been hard. It's been really hard. But I can guarantee so. that God's been faithful through that to you. He has. And I I just know that there must be a reason and whatever his reason is, I just, I trust in him and still glorify him and whatever I need to learn or whatever. I mean, this is part of my journey. This is part of the plan that he has for me. And so just doing the best that I can and trusting in him. (laughs) Amen. One lady we had on the show a couple of weeks ago, she said she was diagnosed with cancer. And she kept saying, why me? Why me? And eventually the Lord ministered to her heart and said, quit asking why me? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do with it? And that changed her whole perspective perspective on it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it just really opened up a whole new world of opportunities for her to share her faith in Christ. And I see that as well, you know, in your in your own life. That didn't stop you from releasing music. You released a song Easter this year. 
I all did. things. Yeah. All things, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and I believe that was to kind of step back into that calling that God has on your life and to prove that you can do all things in Christ. That is exactly right. It's one of my favorite scriptures. And I truly believe it. I truly believe that we literally can do all things with his help. Yeah, and that's a really important message for this day and age because, you know, everything that's going on around us and all the different agendas that are being played and all those kind of things, we know from the Bible the world's going to get darker and darker and darker before Jesus returns. You know what? You are exactly right. One thing that I've seen that I, I didn't comprehend before is that while the world's getting darker, the Christian, the believers are becoming lighter. I feel like his power is getting stronger there's more light, there's more goodness. The good is becoming brighter. And I feel like his power is drawing on the earth while everything else is getting dark. There's so much good and there's so many miracles happening and so much light. <laughs> I agree, 100%. And you know, he he's wooing us to be more like him. I believe personally that he wants us to walk as he did, walk as the apostles did, and prove to the world that he's alive. Bible says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He hasn't changed. You know, no, he hasn't. Our job, our passion should be to share that life with others. Absolutely. And what better message because it brings them so much joy. It changes lives when they find out that he loves them and that they're not alone and that there is life after death. There's so many great parts of his message and his life and, and his truths that it literally changes hearts. Oh, I agree. You know, I agree 100%. So now that you've kind of started back on this journey with your music and, and God is taking you step by step along that recovery path with your hearing and so on, I know that you just came out with a new single called God So Loved the World. So tell me a little bit about, I know we mentioned it earlier, but tell me a little bit about that song, how that came to be and what God has shown himself to you. Yeah, I'm glad that you asked about that. That was actually a really different but beautiful experience. I had written a song and was planning on recording it, and the song actually had a whole different message. The song talked about, Seek and you shall find, I mean, knock and it shall be opened unto you. It was like a whole different song. And the night before I was supposed to record it, I had feelings, the Spirit came into my heart that I needed to make some changes. And so I started changing it. And then on the way to the studio... <laughs> the Spirit told me I needed to make some more changes. And so by the time I actually got to the studio, the chorus was completely different. And the mm. whole song was about God so loved. It was all John 3.16. And that wasn't what the song was originally written about. And so it was kind of scary for me to get to the studio and go, okay, I wrote a song and I had it ready, but it's a totally different song now. And let's just run with it, you know. But I knew that that's the song that he wanted to play. Those were the words that she wanted to be sung and said. And so I just trusted in him that it would work out. And I actually love the song just because I knew that it was truly the message that he wanted me to give or we wanted me to share. Yeah, so important that we let go of our own strengths and abilities and efforts and just lay those at the feet of Christ to let him do what he wants to do through us. He has given everybody talents and abilities and perceptions and whatever. He's given everybody unique gifts and abilities, but yet we still have to let go of our own mindset and our own efforts and strengths to really flourish in those. Uh, yeah, I think sometimes that's hard because you. I have so many insecurities and I think it's easier to feel inadequate and 
that made me think, I don't know if I can do this, or but he makes up the difference. He absolutely does. So if people want to find you, well, I don't think they'll have any trouble finding you. You have a ton of followers. And so, <laughs> but for those who aren't familiar with your music, where would they go? Wherever they normally listen, whether it's Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, if you just type in Lady Rednick, um, my music comes up there, YouTube. And if you want to connect and hear some of the messages that I share, type in Lady Rednick on Facebook, Lady Rednick Music on Instagram. And I try to communicate and respond to responses on social media because I really like to connect and I really like to get to know people. And I think that's part of spreading the word as well, just, you know, truly sharing and being there for them. So anyway, yeah, you should be able to find me wherever you're looking. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. That's awesome. So I have one final question for you. What's the one thing you would tell people about God? I love that question. And There's a little bit of a story behind that, so I'll go ahead and share that. I was just doing country music. I've always been a believer, but, you know, country was kind of how I grew up, and I just felt like that that was what I wanted to continue to do, but something changed in my heart. It was November and December of 2020. I started really, like, feeling a little bit lost with my music, and so I started really praying about it. Had some long talks with God about it, and he put songs in my heart. All of a sudden, the songs that I started writing were about him instead, because I I do write my own music. And the message that I kept feeling over and over again was just to share his love. It was over and over again. And even now, when I write songs, almost always the first thing that he tells me is to share his love. And I think sometimes people think that they have made too many mistakes or you know, there, there's a whole bunch of, of things that I think that the adversary tries to put in our hearts. But in reality, his love is unconditional and he loves us no matter what. And we should always be able to feel that love. And that's the message that I would love to share just because I feel it so strongly. Amen. So much truth in that. The enemy wants to keep us from really plugging into the truth of God's love for each one of us. So thanks for putting it that way. I really appreciate that. And thanks for being on the show. It's been awesome to have you here. It was great to get to know you a little bit better. And I hope and pray that God continues to use you and give you the songs to write that are going to touch people's hearts. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And it's actually, I've felt the spirit and I've just, I've actually loved this conversation. So thank you again. And it's it's honestly been my pleasure. Yeah, God bless mine too. Take care. God bless. Okay, thank you. Yeah.
the last half hour as much as I did. Thank you again to Refuge Ministries Canada for hosting the show. So until next Friday, may God richly bless you with peace, love, and happiness. We at Refuge Ministries are so blessed by the success of Refuge Freedom Stories and podcasts. In addition, we focus on youth prison ministry, release kits, and many other diverse outreaches to the needs of our community. As a nonprofit, there are many costs involved, however, and we are asking for your support. Financial gifts can be made via our website at www.refugeministriescanada.com or by calling 519-701-0108. Your giving makes this work possible, and we thank you in advance for your support. That's 519-701-0108. God bless you.